Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we are live at the Standing Room Spartans podcast. Your host, Kevin Parker, your co-host, Scott Martin, here. Friday morning, we got the picks going. My internet has been terrible all week, so I'm recording this on my phone with my data. Uh, So if the audio is not up to its pristine quality, uh, we apologize, but I figured I'd rather have a little bit of a worse microphone than uh, a terrible, scratchy, cutting in and out internet problems. So hopefully uh, we, we can get through this thing here. Scott, it is Thursday. It is after work here. Uh, and we have a eh, not great slate of games coming up this week, but I, I do have a feeling, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get into this a little bit, but a lot of ranked teams on the road a lot of them playing not not very good teams, but I, I got a feeling something's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be something catastrophic or monumental, but I, I got a feeling something's going to happen. So there, there's enough to, to stay tuned for this weekend in college football. But again, it's Thursday. Work is finished. How are we doing? Well, it's Friday, Junior. By the time you guys listening are listening, it will be Friday at least. So happy weekend. We have made it uh, just about here. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've got, we're number three in the country. We still, we just beat Michigan, still kind of riding that high. I will admit it's been a little bit harder even for me this week to turn my attention to the next game. The, uh, I usually, you know, I'm on Twitter and I like the, I, I'm a big fan of the schedule, ske, uh, schedule, uniform releases that they've been doing every uh, Thursday in the middle of the day. And today it snuck up on me. I just saw it in my feed and uh, yeah, it's uh it's it's a good week though. It's it's a good distraction. I'm glad to be distracted by the biggest win of Mel Tucker's um, tenure so far. And uh, and yeah, like you said, we've got we've got some picks. Wouldn't say it's the best slate, but it's a sneaky week in some interesting lines. Um, and uh, and it should be still an exciting weekend of football. I don't not sure we're going to see a ton of upsets, but I do think we'll have a couple here and there to keep our eyes on and and keep us entertained throughout the day on Saturday. Yeah, it's, I'd say my guarantee is that there will be a a ranked team that goes down to an unranked team this week. So there's just I can kind of volume shoot here because there are a lot of ranked teams on the road. Um, even you got Ole Miss at home playing a Liberty team. That's going to be a high scoring affair, but I mean, you got 
Ohio State's on the road. Duke is on, or uh, I'm sorry, Pitt, Pitt is on the road at Duke, who's not very good, but uh, Wake Forest is on the road. You have Auburn and, and A&M in a, in a battle of the Titans there in the SEC West. You have Baylor is on the road. Michigan State, obviously, on the road. Oklahoma State on the road. Uh, NC State is on the road. Mississippi State is on the road. Wisconsin is on the road. Uh, I can keep going. Iowa is on the road. And they're all playing unranked teams. And that's just one of those recipes. Uh, Oregon is on the road. Well, well, that's a game that we'll hit on. It's just one of those weekends that this all boils down to a recipe that we've seen play out over and over and over and over and over again as college football fans that the weekends that seem sleepy tend to be the ones that something happens. And when you get that many ranked teams on the road against unranked teams, somebody's going to go down. It's just a matter of which one, hopefully, Michigan State can avoid being that one. Uh, that's a game that we'll pick coming up here. But before we do, obviously, the, the important thing here is our lines. And the lines will be provided by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the greatest sportsbook on the planet. And it's frankly not even close, if we're being honest here. DraftKings is always hooking us up with great promotions. They've helped us out a ton and we really appreciate their support over the last few weeks as a result of you guys. Um, Scott, before, uh, before I get into this read here, uh, I'm curious, do you have any picks? We'll, we'll get into our, our picks for this slate of games, but are there any picks of the games that, that we are not talking about here today that interest you? Anything that's kind of off the radar, off the board, that, that you really got a good feeling about? You know, I felt great about Rocky last night, the Northern Illinois Huskies taking on the Kent State, whatever they are, Flashes, something like that. Golden um, Flashes, I think. Yeah, it didn't come through. It came down to the wire. Maction has been, in the first week of Maction, it has not at all disappointed. We were just talking before we started recording. In the five games this week, they've put up almost 400 points total. So you're averaging just about 80 points a game. Uh, through the first five game weeknight games there. So it's been really entertaining. Central Michigan and Western was a great game last night. I thought the Huskies were going to have it. They did not. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple money line upsets I've got my eye on. We'll touch on one while we are uh, going through our picks, but a couple other ones to keep your eye on that I like. Um, Liberty over Ole Miss. I think Liberty's going to get it done on the road. Uh, the Hugh I Freeze think, Bowl. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun matchup to watch. Uh, fast paced. The over under is a sixty seven, I think sixty seven and a half. Um, I so, love the over in that one. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun one. Georgia Tech visiting Miami. Miami's turned it on a little bit, so they might be okay. But keep an eye on the Yellow Jackets. Um, yeah, those are kind of my top two. There's a couple more against the spread, but those two I'm going to have a closer eye on, maybe even sprinkle a little bit on on that DraftKings sportsbook you just mentioned. My gut feel this week is Ohio State dropping the hammer on Nebraska. I, they've had so many close losses this year. I just feel like they're at, at a certain point, they just have their spirits have to break. And I feel like Ohio State's going to be the one to provide that. I heard something the other day that in the last two meetings against Nebraska, Ohio State in the first half 
has racked up a combined like 77 to zero or something. I mean, this is a, a, a matchup that hasn't really gone Nebraska's way recently, but uh, obviously the DraftKings Sportsbook is the place to go. If you're looking to, to put a wager down this weekend here, um, specifically for NFL fans as well. If you're hungry for a big win this weekend, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if you, if they do, you win $200 in free bets. It's just that simple. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, it won't leave you empty-handed. You can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving away all, uh, giving all new customers free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, of which we are a very proud member. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Scott, let's get to the picks. Let's do it. We have a fun slate. If you're looking at for like a viewer's guide, just tune to ABC uh, and, and just stay there all day because we've got a noon slot. And then we got our game at 3.30 on ABC, and we got a night game at 7.30, a little Pac-12 rival, rivalry action. So uh, I think that's the move this Saturday. The first one, I mentioned the noon spot. Uh, we've got Wake Forest on a tear, the ACC's darling, the last Power 5 team to be ranked in the top 10. They, they finally hit that in the AP, and they're also in the top 10 in the college football playoff rankings. They were the last Power 5 team to get there, so they've all done it now. Uh, maybe not the title they're looking Congratulations. for, but I'm, I'm sure they're glad to be there. <laughs> Chris um, Paul is thrilled. They are traveling up to North Carolina, over to North Carolina. I don't really know where Wake Forest is. I'm not being I'm being honest, but they are um, in North Carolina. I don't all right, know so where. maybe they're not traveling up, but they're going to Chapel Hill to face Mac Brown's Tar Heels. Um, another thing I don't know is what a Tar Heel is, um, but anyway, right now, and this is a really interesting line. Um, North Carolina's two and a half point favorite, so. I think North Carolina is four and four and Wake Forest is eight or nine and oh. So interesting to see there. Obviously they have home field here, but Kevin, who you got? Yeah, this is, we were kind of talking offline about this and, and Mac Brown head coach at North Carolina right now, he's had some interesting quotes this year, but uh, you mentioned they're four and four right now. They had uh, pretty high expectations going into this season and uh, they, they haven't really lived up to it. And, and there was a direct quote from him this week. He said, quote, you don't salvage a season. You do the best you can, uh, which, which is just a, a very strange quote to, to be giving. But uh, nonetheless, like you said, a Wake Forest top 10 team undefeated underdog this week going to North Carolina. And, and I think the reason is that, well, North Carolina is still living off of that early season preseason buzz that they had going into this year. And I was watching them against Notre Dame last week. 
And Sam Howell was having himself a ball game, the North Carolina quarterback. I I hate this pick. I, I really do, because I really want to cheer for Wake Forest in this game. I, I really want Wake Forest to keep this thing going. It's been a ton of fun. I just I, – I get a feeling that, that North Carolina is going to end this run – I think this is one of those things where you look at the Vegas line and you're like eight and zero against four and four and they're favored. What? That that doesn't make any sense. Well, people making these lines, they get a, paid a lot of money to do so, and, and I just think that North Carolina has a little too much firepower, and they they looked a lot better last week than they have previously this season. The defense isn't great. I, I like the over in this one. The over under seventy six and a half. Uh, but give me the Tar Heels to win by by more than a field goal and end the the playoff hopes here of Wake Forest. Ooh, no, I agree. I think UNC is riding some preseason hype. Their offense has been putting up some numbers, but their defense has been putting up some terrible numbers. The last three games, they've allowed thirty five, forty two, and forty four points, um, and these aren't the best offenses in the country, Florida state, Miami, Notre Dame, certainly capable teams, but not terrible. Um, Georgia tech put up 45 on them. Virginia put up 39 and in wake forest. I know it was army, but what did they just score 70 a week or two ago? Uh, I think wake forest wins in a track meet. This one's over under is what is it at right now? Like 76 and a half. 76 and a half. So it's going to be fun either way. There's going to be plenty to watch plenty of scoring. So it should be a fun noon game to ease us into the slate here give me wake forest give me wake forest money line i know that's not really what we're keeping track of here but um just for the record to get it on record i like wake forest to witness one outright nine and oh probably won't move up in the standings at all but uh i like it either way and the campuses are about 81 miles apart via i-40 west so uh this is a, a, a local rivalry here not too far away about an hour 20 drive nice nice yeah I, I like wake forest i think they're on kind of a d'antonio-esque run right now you know the chip on the shoulder getting overlooked eight no there's you know they're one of the lowest ranked uh i think they are the lowest ranked power five undefeated team right now oh, so yeah. i think they got something to prove they're on the road um but they're they're not the favorite i we remember what that felt like you know, in a program like that, where you're still kind of trying to gain credibility and, and you're an underdog against a, a lowly ranked or unranked team, you feel a little extra juice. So I think I think they get it done. I think they focus up for this one. They understand they're on upset alert, um, and I think they they take care of business. Last year's game, really quick before we hit on the next week, uh, we were talking. This is a 76 and a half point over under. Last year's game was 59 to 53. Wake or uh, North Carolina. Sam Howell threw for 550 and six touchdowns. <laughs> I want to see a game where they set the over under above 100. I don't know if it's ever happened, um, but there's, <laughs> there's been no a way few, it's ever happened. But. There's been a few games. I mean, what, what was didn't the Red River rivalry hit 100 this year? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't never say never. Kevin. BYU Virginia last week was a was a barn burner. I think they were almost at a hundred at halftime. All right. Well, while we're talking, I'm gonna look that up. See if uh, if we've ever broken a hundred or what the highest one ever was. But we're moving to the three thirty slate. Michigan State's in here. But as you know, if you've listened to this before, uh, we save that for the end. We have another three thirty game for you over on CBS. You guessed it. That's the SEC. Number 13, Auburn 
At number 14, Texas A&M. So this is, I mean, probably, I guess, the, the flagship matchup of the week in the country. It's not, I mean, it's a good game. You know, I'll be keeping track of it. But, um, yeah, so this one, like I said, 330 CBS at Texas A&M, number 13 against number 14. The line right now, uh, and this is mostly probably just a, a Kyle Field advantage here, is Texas A&M by four and a half. So, uh, Kevin, this one, I honestly hate this line. I hate this matchup. I hate that I have to pick it because it's tough. Yep. But, uh, yeah, what do you think? No, I'm, I'm with you there for sure. The, this is one where, look, we, we make these picks, and, and we've done a pretty good job. I don't know, Scott, I know you've been keeping track of the points. I don't know if you have the overall records as well on hand. But Are you ready for we, we pick – uh, really quick to set it up, like we pick the biggest matchups of the week, right? We're we're not selecting our best bets. We're not making like some lock of the week because there there's a lot of games. Like I I've bet on some hor- I've bet on UConn and and everything right? just to find some value around. We're just picking the biggest games. The biggest games usually have the toughest lines. I think we've done a pretty good job. You, you got the record there. I sure do. So yeah, we're, we're doing great. Um, you mentioned the points. So I'm up right now, 36, 34 on points, but from a record perspective, Kevin, you're currently at 28, 18 and one. So oh, we damn. have one push in there. So yeah, it's way better than I thought it would be <laughs> 10 games above 500 against the spread. I have one more game on you 29 to seven, 29 and 17 and one. It was a, a Michigan state game. So that's where I get the two point advantage. Uh, but yeah, we're doing, we're doing great. Yeah, good the, for us. The fans were also doing good until we dropped them. Um, <laughs> maybe we were feeling a little insecure that we couldn't, you know, do better, but uh, no, in all reality, we're just busy people. And sometimes a couple things slip through the cracks, but uh, we're doing the best we can here. And I hope you're still enjoying it. Uh, we still want to hear your picks on Twitter when we tweet them out. Um, so yeah, let us know, but, but yeah, we're doing good. Last season, we finished above 500, although the last week, I think, or the last week or two, everybody went like 10%, um, yeah. and it really brought us back down to earth. So that, that we could still be in store for that, but we did all finish above 500 last season. We're doing great this season, um, and we got five more here. So, Well, hey, for, for anybody that's listening to these picks all year, hopefully you've, you've uh, cashed in on them, I guess. But no, this is, this is one of those games where I would, I'm not betting on this game because I have no idea what's going to happen, to be honest, but, but we have to pick it. Um, I think these are two super even teams. I, pretty good defenses, questionable, but high upside quarterback play. Good running backs at Tank Bigsby at Auburn, Isaiah Spiller at Texas A&M, both clear-cut NFL guys. I, it's just a really – it's it's the Spider-Man meme. It's it's two of the exact same team that's playing each other, and one of them is, has a tough home field environment. But like you said, the line kind of, uh, kind of accounts for that with a four-and-a-half-point line you usually account for three three and a half points if it's if it's a good home field advantage so pretty much even teams I'm going to take Texas A&M to cover the spread here and I don't really have a great reason for it other than since they played and beat Alabama they've kind of just been rolling through their schedule they've they've played a couple games that that haven't really been contests They've got a bye week as well to get ready for this game. And, and I think Texas A&M wins this game by a touchdown. 
Um, again, I'm, I'm not putting money on it. I don't feel great about it, but, but I'll take Texas A&M here. Yeah, I was looking back at some of mine uh, previous picks throughout the year just to see if I could find any kind of trends, anything. And I'm doing a little better betting on home teams, and I'm doing a little bit better betting on favorites. We've got a home team favorite here. So I guess when you don't know where to go, just go with what's worked before. Give me Texas A&M like, to cover this spread. Like you said, maybe it's a touchdown. Uh, it's going to be a good game. The over-under is only at 49.5. So points are you're going to have to earn them in this one. And should be a great atmosphere. Obviously, late season SEC ranked teams. Um, Kyle Field, it's all it's all there. I won't be watching because that's during our game. But I'll keep a close eye on the, on the score, and maybe I'll I'll give the highlights a watch afterwards. But uh, either way, if if Michigan State gets too ugly to bear, maybe you consider turning this one on and and cutting your losses on the afternoon. <laughs> but hopefully, it doesn't come to that. Um, in any case, after the 3.30 slot, we have a nice fun matchup. I always appreciate a good Pac-12 game because a lot of times they're on really late or they're on during other good primetime games. Uh, I think the definitely the primetime matchup to watch is in the Pac-12 this week. They moved it up to the 7.30 slot for us. Um, that is number four, Oregon, playing Washington at Husky Stadium. And uh, right now the line is Oregon by seven. I mentioned earlier, this one's on ABC. So number four, Oregon, seven point favorite playing Washington, seven thirty ABC. That was a lot cleaner than my first try, but either way, Kevin, what do you think? Another, another coach quote here, Jimmy Lake, the Washington coach, he was asked about the recruiting implications of this game. Obviously two Pacific Northwest teams, two big programs, PAC 12 and Jimmy Lake just totally dismissed it and said, like, no, we're, we're not going up for the same kids as Oregon is. And there was a long quote here, but most of it kind of follows the same path. The short end of it is, in our world, we battle more academically prowess teams. And, and there was a lot more in there about how Notre Dame, Stanford, USC, these are our competition, not Oregon. And it was like, oh, like it was it was kind of one of those weird cheap shots. Um, I, I don't think Oregon's going to take too kindly to that. I, I don't know how much to take into it. But um, regardless here, uh, Washington, just not great this year. They've recovered a little bit from that early season stretch. But I, I think Oregon, you know, they're they're getting ranked into the, the top four of the playoff right now, given that head to head against Ohio State. And they've got their their edge rusher, Kayvon Thibodeau. If you haven't watched any of Oregon this year, he's been a bit banged up. He didn't play in that Ohio State game. But this kid is it's it's unbelievable. It's it's like watching a college kid go up against high schoolers. And him coming off the edge is by far the the best player on the field at any given time. Uh, I think he's going to cause a little bit of disruption, especially the Washington quarterback. He's already thrown eight picks this year. Um, whether it's Thibodeau getting sacks, whether he's forcing bad throws, I think that makes a huge impact on this game. And uh, and and Brown, the quarterback at Oregon, he's starting to play a little bit better. He spreads the ball around. Give me Oregon to cover this spread on the road, winning by over a touchdown in a in a quote unquote rivalry. But Oregon's won fourteen of the last sixteen. I, I just I, I think Oregon's the better team. I do think Oregon's the better team, um, but I do think Oregon. Since they played Ohio State on the road, they've been pretty bad on the road. 
Um, obviously they won that game, so you can't discredit that, but they lost to Stanford on the road and then they eked out a win against UCLA 34 to 31. Um, they haven't impressed me too much on the road and even some of their home games have been closer than you might think. I think Washington's going to get up for this one. I think they're going to cover. I do not think they're going to win, uh, but I think they'll keep it within a touchdown. I think they'll get just enough to slow down Oregon's offense and, uh, and we'll see. And, we'll even see i mean that could have implications for oregon's number four spot with how many dogs are are biting at their heels um undefeated i mean you got cincinnati right out there you got obviously oklahoma is a little bit lower but you know if 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 oklahoma only sneaks out a tight win here do you see somebody sneak up into that number four spot instead of them so something to keep an eye on if i'm right if i'm wrong just uh just ignore me Ducks. So we've got one more, a late game. Uh, the latest game I think we've tried to pick this year. And it does not include a college football playoff ranked team. It does include a ranked team if you're still watching the, uh, the AP. We've got, I don't know if there's a rivalry or not, but we've got UTSA taking on UTEP. Uh, UTEP, I don't know. If they UTEP UTEP all right perfect uh UTSA is traveling to UTEP eight no roadrunners the six and two I think they're like the minors or minors yep yep so it's a good matchup down there uh Kevin trivia question before we get into this one if you were to drive from El Paso to San Antonio they're in the same state southern part of Texas how long do you think that drive would take you I'm pretty confident I know the answer to this uh it's about eight hours it's like seven and change. Yeah. Yep. I, somebody yeah. was brought it up on a podcast this week. So random knowledge that I unfortunately already had. <laughs> well, I guess uh, it wasn't as good a trivia question as I thought, or you're just, you know, you're, you're well informed on your listen, college distances. I listen to way too many college football podcasts and the random knowledge comes up way too often. Well, there you go. I'll have to think of something more unique next time. But either way, this is in the Sun Bowl in El Paso. The line right now is the UTSA Roadrunners by 11. So on the road, playing a 6-2 and two team, and they're giving the 6-2 and two home team 11 points. Kevin, what do you think? Yeah, uh, so the UTSA coach, he was up for a couple jobs, uh, notably Texas Tech. TCU have both fired their coaches recently and his name was being tossed around as, as one of them. He just signed a, I think a 10 year extension at UTSA. Now, does that mean that, that he's, uh, you know, totally bulletproof if, if a, uh, if a bigger school comes knocking, of course not, we know how that goes, but I think that gives the players and, and the rest of that staff a boost that at least for this year and this cycle, you know, he's sticking around. He's, he's an awesome coach. He's had some great quotes. They were asking him about recruiting and, and how he's able to recruit. And the quote was that my wife is hotter than fish grease. You think I can't recruit? <laughs> it's just the guy's fantastic. But at the end of the day on the field, uh, I think that juices him up and they got one of my favorite players in the country. Guys, if, if you're listening to this and you're going to be up late watching football, Tune in at least for a little while to watch UTSA running back Sincere McCormick. Awesome name. 
awesome football player. Uh, give me UTSA to cover a big spread here. Uh, I love the Roadrunners. Meet me. <laughs> there you go. This is a tough one for me because it's it's just a big spread. I, I definitely think UTSA is going to come out of El Paso with a win. Um, but it's a lot of points, 11 points, especially against a home team uh, who, who probably has a little bit to prove themselves. They probably think they're a pretty good football team and they got a good team coming in. But at the end of the day, I think uh, UTSA is a cut above the rest of their conference right now. Um, they're, they're one of those group of five teams that just has all the ingredients right now to, uh, to kind of shine. And I think they get it done by at least a couple scores. Um, so we both have the Roadrunners going to 9-0. Um, meep, meep. And, yeah, I mean, if you think Cincinnati is frustrated, you can imagine how they would feel. <laughs> uh, I don't even – unranked entirely, undefeated and unranked. So, um, yeah, that's a tough one. But we're going to bring it back now to our game of the week, our game of the week every week when Michigan State is playing, all the way back to the 3.30 slot. Uh, seven hours before the best our time Mich- slot in college football, our Michigan state Spartans traveling to West Lafayette to take on the five and three Purdue Boilermakers and to see the biggest drum in the world, which is bizarre to me, but and the most terrifying mascot in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, three thirty, ABC. The line right now is Michigan state by three. Kevin, uh, Halloween just passed, but I'm still feeling a little bit spooked. Yeah. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'll go back to what we said about Wake Forest in North Carolina. Like sometimes the odds makers just kind of know. And this is one where it's like, I really hope they don't. <laughs> because I, I heard something like 90% of the money is on Michigan State right now. Ew. And that makes me even more nervous. Um, but no, it's 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 a matchup that I think works well for us. And we we broke it down in the preview. If you haven't listened, go back and make sure you do for Wednesday's episode. Uh, typically, those episodes are much more listened to than our picks. Uh, we can get a little bit loose on these, uh, given we, we kind of know what the numbers look like. So I'm, I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you listened Wednesday. But I think we match up well. I think our ground game is going to be able to churn out some yards. The biggest thing I, I noted is that their defensive backs really just are struggling with tackling. And when you have Kenneth Walker, Heisman front runner coming into your building, that's going to cause some problems. Uh, and, and really what it comes down to for me is what's this passing game going to look like without Jalen Naylor? I, you know, just from following Twitter, Scott, I don't know if you've had the same feeling. I feel like we're, as a fan base, we're really dismissing what that means that, that Jalen Naylor is not going to be playing in this game. Um, because I, you know, you see a lot of, of talk about Michigan leftover. You see a lot of talk about being nervous for Purdue just in a general sense. I haven't seen much about being worried that Jalen Naylor is not a part of this offense this week. And I think he, he's been such a huge factor, not only with what he does, with the ball in his hands, but what he does to, to cause defenses to rotate coverages and, and to, to, you know, really commit more bodies to, to making sure he doesn't beat him over the top without that element in this offense. I'm really intrigued with what this passing game looks like. And, and if we can open something up that said, 
I think our defense is is fully capable of shutting Purdue down. Uh, I mentioned in the preview, just just get rid of the running game early, and they won't even go back to it. And then at that point, just try to blanket cover David Bell and hope for the best. I think Michigan State. This this makes me so nervous. This this goes back to the Indiana game because I was super nervous in that one, and you were a bit more confident. I don't know exactly how your prediction is going to come out in this game. I feel like I should be more nervous than I am because I just look at the matchups and, and I like where we're at in almost every spot on the field. So I got Michigan state covering this one pretty handily. I like Michigan state. I'm going to go with a weird score here. Cause I feel like it's just kind of a weird game. I'm going to go with Michigan state 25 Purdue 12. Don't ask me yeah. how we get there. I think that's just kind of one of those. I'm accounting for some weird stuff, two point conversion, safety, whatever it is. Uh, but I'm going to go Michigan State 25 to 12 winners on the road. All right, field goal fest for uh, you can. Yeah, that's have... one of those. That's one of those NFL scores. That's just like a, not, I don't understand how it got to 25 or 12, but but here we are. Yeah, I, I like it. You could have an MSU touchdown and f- six field goals. And Purdue four <laughs> field goals. Um, what a game that would be. Um, yeah, this one's it's spooky. Um, but like you said, I, I feel maybe overconfident and we'll see. I just I don't know where Purdue would really beat us to the point that that we either lose or, or fail to cover. I mean it's a small spread, so it's our you know, but I I don't think – I said it on the preview. I don't think Purdue's going to break 20 points. I don't think Michigan State's going to have their best offensive output of the year, but I think they'll get into the 20s. So give me MSU to cover. I've got MSU 27, Purdue 16. So MSU three field goal or three touchdowns, two field goals, potentially Purdue like a touchdown in a, a truckload of field goals. I just think it's going to be really hard for Purdue to find pay dirt on this defense. I think they're going to get some kicks, but I just, I don't see that their offense really punishing us. Maybe I'll be eating my words, eating crow next week, but, uh, but I think we keep the, keep the train roll and take it back home to play the Terps next week at nine and oh. Yeah. And I, and I think too, like the, the, there's a lot being made of the trap game, right? And it's at the end of the day, it's only a trap game if you let it be a trap game. And I think Mel Tucker's has proved to be the kind of guy that gets his team up for every game. Going on the road to Rutgers, you could say that would have been a trap spot, and and we took care of business out there, right? And so I, I think between Mel Tucker and the staff, and and the comments he's made already this week about. Hey, if they're not ready, they're not getting on the bus. They're not getting on the plane, right? And, and so, I think just acknowledging that early on in the week, I, I think that was Monday that he was making those comments, right? So it was just right off the gate. Hey, this week it's Purdue. Right? We're not looking ahead. We're not getting caught up in this playoff ranking stuff. That there was a, a team meeting during the the playoff. They didn't even watch it. I know Kenneth Walker was obviously on the Zoom call with the thing with the the broadcast, but they had a team meeting with former players. Uh, I know Baba Pisa was there, and it's it just seems like he's got a really good knack for for getting his team up for these kind of games. So it's only a trap game if you let it be, 
and, and I got a feeling that that he's going to have his team ready to play. Yeah, I second that. I don't want to uh, say everything you just said again, so I'll just say ditto. Um, and uh, that's that's the end of our slate here. So just five games this week, as usual. Uh, I've got a slight edge, like I said, two points. So let's see here. We've got one, two games we don't agree on. So you took North Carolina. I took Wake Forest. You took Oregon. I took Washington. Uh, so either we're going to split or one of us is, is going to have a great week against the other one here. Uh, but either way, Kevin, anything else? Uh, that about does it. I'm hoping to catch up here in the picks. I got off to an early lead. You've since caught me. Like you said, we've both been just cruising on this week, this year. So at a certain point, it's all going to come crumbling down. It always does, but uh, hopefully it's not this week, at least for me. Yeah. Well, that's that. Um, Another good week of football, like you said, should have some upsets this week. Where are they going to come from? We'll see. We're going to have some though, folks. You can count on it. Uh, So we will be back uh, next week to talk about our game first and foremost. And, uh, and we're, as we usually do, we'll touch on some national stuff too, wherever it pops up, but uh, that's all I got. And until you hear us back on Monday, of course, enjoy the game. If you're going to Purdue, safe travels. If you're at home, hope the beer is cold. Hope the couch is comfy. Go green. Go white. Take care, folks.